Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace, and how life isn't simply the stories we tell ourselves. In the last episode, we were talking a lot about how in 3D separation or when we're ruled by our fear, our karma and our ego, Mm -hmm. it was very much an outside in approach. So once I have these certain things in the certain way, I know Mm -hmm. that I'm good enough. Right. And so we were constantly giving away our power to anything external, whatever that was, in order to have that validation. Now, as we grow up Mm -hmm. spiritually and emotionally and mentally, not necessarily physically. Our bodies are evolving though too, to be fair. What we notice is that when Mm -hmm. we experience love from the inside out, it's not necessarily dependent on things around us. So what happens is, is that once we start realizing that externally, no matter what's going on internally, we're Mm -hmm. always going to feel less than enough if we believe we're less than enough. It's your perceptions of yourself that influence your perceptions interacting with others that influence your choices that you make, which then in turn backs up that initial story that you told yourself about who you are. It becomes a cycle. It becomes a circle. Mm -hmm. So the only way to really break that circle is to not find someone else to try and tell you something different about you because that can't change the story you're telling yourself. No one can love you into loving yourself. Actually, Mm. what you have to first do is see yourself as whole and divine which we talk about throughout every episode pretty much of this of all our seasons building up to that once we connect to ourselves and see that we're always good enough Mm -hmm. in many ways we're always in love but then the question comes how do we know when it's time to share that love right if we talk about if we define love as shining our light for others and ourselves to see Mm -hmm. right yeah and if we define that light as knowing that we are whole and perfect no matter what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Then how do we know when it's time to share that light with someone else? And what the fuck does that even mean? (laughs) I mean, it's effectively what is an actual relationship in 5D. Go on. Okay. Well, there are three ways to know. First of all, do you truly desire it? Is it an expression of your heart's desires? Okay. Yeah. And of course, we, as, as we've said, you, you know your desires once you are out of your karma. And you know the difference between, and I don't know if we've said this or not, but the difference between knowing whether it's a heart's desire or maybe something more of an ego thing, is it, is it something that's going to validate me? Do I need exactly. a specific outcome? Is this person telling me and we have we've literally done a whole episode this of this in season five so I'm not going to go over it too much but it's literally am I doing this because I I want it for some reason that will validate me or am I doing this because it brings me joy and I do it anyway even though I don't know the how the second way that we would know is does it connect to our purpose so when we are in a state of joy and that is being expressed outward it could be that we're ready for that love to be shared and that person is also ready to share their love and joy. And so everything just gets reflected back and amplified, which is beautiful. Because as we've said before, relationships in 5D are very purpose-driven. It doesn't mean that the person is necessarily living your purpose with you. It doesn't work that way. But it is that we are both living our purpose individually and somehow that could overlap through the partnership or just be mutually supportive. 
effectively another way, I guess, of saying that is does the relationship does not hinder your state of joy. Yeah, I think that's well said. The not hindering the joy. Yeah. Do you have a guess for the third one? No. Are we where we need to be? Which is fate connected, but not. So and does I was, that that's mean why physically? I was, right. Well, that's what I was, that's why it was taking me a minute to get, because that's what I was asking. Are we, are, do you mean geographically? <laughs> I mean, I know for myself, I moved to New York. And I was very clear, this is why I'm moving to New York. But you're probably, a psychic. Most people aren't necessarily like that. <laughs> But it's, yes, it can be geographical, in which case it sort of connects three to two in terms of where you are is connected to your purpose, because often when we're moving around, that's very purpose-driven, right? But it is, it has everything to do with our consciousness. So that's more where you are consciously. Exactly. Because you'll meet someone in the same consciousness as you? It's all about vibration. You and I, we talked about how dating is effectively just us trying to find our vibrational match, Mm. right? Okay. And so, yes, when it comes to consciousness, you're effectively trying to find or you're seeking out is actually a better phrase, your vibrational and consciousness match. Okay. And is there, is there many options of that? Yes. Believe it or not, Rhea, there are far more than you realize. Because first of all, when we're looking for our consciousness match. It's like only one of three options. <laughs> what do you mean? Not conscious, conscious, higher conscious. Right. So... I'm just going to put these like consciousness match in quotations because somehow Mm. it feels like a very interesting word choice, but you don't need somebody to have, okay, so we we tend to think that it has to do with being able to think the same Mm. or see everything on this in the same way or through the Mm. same lens. Mm. And that's not the point at all. It has everything to do with, does the other person hold as large a perspective as I do? And quite simply, and we're going to tell you the shortcut here is how much compassion are we wired for? Because that enables perspective. That's what helps bridge differences. I mean, the consciousness will pretty much speak to their vibration. So it's the consciousness match, the purpose, and the heart's desire. That's how you know whether yeah, this is that a you're relationship ready. and that, you're re- that, that the person you're with? No, I mean, it could just be at first that you are just ready. That's how you know you're ready. We're here for partnership. It doesn't go away in 5D. Not at all. Why would we? I mean, if if we enjoy having sex, if we enjoy companionship, why would we give up on that? That would really suck. So, but the point is, is that it just doesn't become the central focus of our lives like it did in 3D. Because, of course, as we said, in 3D separation, we needed relationship to be able to bridge the gap that separation that we were experiencing because otherwise our lives would have felt untenable. Yeah, and also we were looking to be sourced from other people because we couldn't source ourselves. Precisely. But we, we, even though we will, we come to source ourselves in 5D, we're still going to want that. It just will not be the alpha and the omega. But it will take approximately about 15 years for this old dating and relationship paradigm to completely unravel. So we're still going to be playing in this arena for a while. So as in, as in the, I need you, yeah. you complete me, mm-hmm. relationship is sacrifice. Yes. All yes. that stuff. Yes. Which I may mean, be why also, like, I feel like there are a lot of people out there who say, I don't want a relationship. I don't want to commit to making someone else happy, blah, blah. And sometimes I wonder, it's like, well, A, who does? And <laughs> B, I think what you're saying is you don't want the old paradigm of relationship and dating Mm -hmm. not that you don't want dating in relationship necessarily at all yes 
But the thing is, is that unless you're able to be with someone who doesn't subscribe to the old paradigm of relationship and dating without it feeling like they're settling, Mm -hmm. then you're probably going to take the kind of all or nothing approach. That's what we're going to be seeing a bit of as we move forward, because there really aren't a lot of examples of the new paradigm, that it can be anything we want it to be. There's still this fear of, but what if I get sucked into this horrible life-sucking relationship where I lose my sense of self or individuality? And so this all-or-nothing approach, especially the nothing bit, is in such stark reaction to the fact that we're, we're coming out of the old paradigm that demanded so much of us. Effectively, if we're going, to, if our lives are going to become more purpose-filled, we're not going to necessarily want to go through all of that with just some random person. For some, it will really take feeling a strong connection to. I mean, I've had clients who are just like, you know what, I know I'm not ready. I don't want to be ready, as a matter of fact, because mm-hmm. I really don't want to be putting myself out there or even seeking it when we don't have a way to really bond or truly connect at the moment. Thought I was ready for so long, right? Yeah. And actually, I really wasn't because what I was ready for was just relief from my karma. The more you develop your internal compass and the more you're able to joyfully be in your own body as yourself, the less other people can sweep you off course. Mm-hmm. And I And I found that like when I was in my karma, I was like, definitely like playing in this kind of dating relationship paradigm like come save me fix me tell me I'm amazing you know I need all the support and love that I can get because I'm not giving any of it to myself everything about me is totally negotiable for the right person and right person has a very broad brush on what that actually means but when I started getting into whatever relationship it was or started seeing someone more frequently If I was losing myself with them, I would then freak out and run away. Mm. So I thought I was a commitment phobe, but I also thought at the same time that I was not a commitment phobe and I desperately wanted something. When in fact, all I really didn't want was this old paradigm of I give you me instead of we share each other. It's just two totally different things. Such different Um, things. And I just want to say one thing, by the way, there are a lot of commitment folks out there who are very loyal individuals. They're two distinct concepts. Yeah. I mean, think about it. I was the most loyal person in the world, but I had massive fears around commitment. I remember being with what at one point thinking I was with the love of my life and having nightmares every single night that I was marrying him. They were nightmares. Surely they would have been dreams. (laughs) It doesn't always make sense. And that's because actually like the way in which we were seeing dating and seeing relationships was definitely one of you source me and in doing so I give myself to you. Yeah. But then how will dating work in 5D? Well, it will certainly be less of a hobby. It has reached its sort of peak preoccupation. The better we know ourselves, Mm. the more fulfilled our lives become and the more discerning we become as a result, right? Because we know what's going to suit us and what won't. And so the more discernment we begin to show, the more of those who match our vibration start to show up. How interesting is that? I love that so much. It's true. Effectively, what happens is that in 5D, our boundaries become much less like walls, which is what we needed in 3D separation. Mm. And the boundaries will be much more around a desire and a need to keep our energy intact. Like, I don't really, I can't share my energy. 
it, it just doesn't work with that person or as right you've now, experienced. Oh my God, so much. But it's not like I'm telling you a boundary and putting it out and that's what it is. It's more just like, mm-hmm. so it's not like like pushing people away. No. Oh no, it's just more like, mm, this interaction doesn't really feel right. I can't really explain why. So I'm just going to leave it. Yes. And yeah. maybe the interaction will change and then it could feel right. But right now, the way this is, mm-hmm. nah, I'm good. Yeah. And go and with you can't your... really explain it. No, and go with that initial feeling. I can tell you there's been a few times where by listening to that, I got myself out of some really sticky situations because oh I God. didn't talk myself into ever staying or letting things play out. I didn't care what the other person thought. I was like, you know what? I think I'm just going to bail now. Mm. And that's but okay. I'm... More people need to give themselves permission to go with that feeling or that instinct and at the end of the day there are no rules so it could be anything or anyone Hmm. so you might as well just follow your instincts and if something doesn't feel right don't force yourself like I think that's the main for me one of the hallmarks of 5d is is the is that we're not forcing ourselves to do anything anymore it's Mm -hmm. easy it it might not be pleasant but it's not hard (laughs) how the fuck do you know what your yes is if you aren't able to identify your no so I think sometimes when we feel that ickiness when we're thinking "Mm, no that's actually really good information yeah because it's letting us know what our no is so we also know what our yes is too yes If we're constantly pushing ourselves to fight against our instinct and to fight against our nose, the yes becomes muddled. Where we're, you know, convincing ourselves. And that's all ego, right? You may not get another chance. It's all fear. If I say no to this, well, there'll be somebody else that comes along. And the answer is, there's enough people in this world that probably yes. Yes. (laughs) The odds are definitely going to be in your favor. And it's from what we were talking about in the last episode. If we're coming from a place of lack... That's not abundance. And in a relationship, we want that abundance, that feeling of there are so many people out there, but yet I have chosen you. Mm-hmm. That's a very different thing. Because we're not here to have a multitude of partners and spouses, just the ones that are allowed by our fate. And that becomes clear when we're in line with our purpose. And so I found that terminology interesting, what is allowed by our fate. Presumably what that means is that if our fate, as we discussed at the end of season 4.1, is that tapestry. Mm-hmm. And it means that there are certain possibilities and probabilities. I yes. think you mentioned in the thousands. Yeah. <laughs> not infinity, as I was hoping. But that means that... <laughs> that would just get means- messy if there were like <laughs> infinite possibilities. What that means is that whilst there's not infinite people that we could be with... Mm-hmm. If we're looking for people who match us yes, and match our vibration, match our consciousness, let's say, our heart's desire, part of our purpose, all the different things we've been discussing, mm-hmm. it means it's not going to be loads and loads, yeah. but it's also not going to be three. Exactly. So when you say allowed by our fate, what I hear from that is just within the boundaries of our fate, which are actually really fucking wide. So I don't Precisely. even really engage in that too much i'm like okay there are going to be certain things that mean i don't match so it's allowed by my joy as you said if someone's going to be hindering my joy then they don't work for me which means that they can't be allowed by my fate because if my purpose is part of my fate you know and then there you go right so i guess really it's about knowing like who we are Mm -hmm. what we want in our lives like not in terms of a partner but like what we want for us oh yeah and why we're here which is basically our purpose Mm mm-hmm yeah. And then from there, like the relationships just will be a lot easier because if we're not looking for someone else to source us, if we're not looking for someone else to fit us in a way that other people can see how great we look together, you know, if we're not, you know, if we're looking for someone who just increases our joy, right, 
then there's none of those, not only rules, but there's none of those obligations. There's none of those. I'm not saying that people aren't loyal to one another. They're not committed to one another. They're not committed to the relationship and they follow certain values within that relationship and they continue to choose each other, which is really important. But it's not, it stops becoming like a ball and chain, as we've often heard people talk about spouses. Then the relationships do become easier because it's like we said, 5D, I see the divine in you, you see the divine in me. Mm-hmm. And when we're together, the joy is amplified and we support one another. Yes. But at the same time, we don't do so by compromising who we are. They really echo the fundamental values of 5D, respect, responsibility, harmony, mm. you know, purpose choice freedom you know yeah and and as you said freedom yeah and that's why relationships cannot be the sole focus in 5d as they were in 3d because if we're out of our karmic experience then we won't need so many different people to come in in order to get us out of our karma and so our searches will just become minimal it has everything to do with once we're out of our karma it comes down to all right i'm good now it's time. Exactly. But then it could take a while after that moment to find someone. It could. And part of that, and we've discussed why when is not a great question when it comes to timing, but it could be that our purpose needs to, we need to be at a particular place in our purpose, not just know our purpose, but to get to a certain place in it. But that's not to say, and I'm just going to interrupt you there, that's not to mm-hmm. say until you're there, you're not good enough for partnership. No. It just means that, that it's just simply as embedded as you are in your life so that you don't get derailed by someone else coming into it. Precisely. And that is all it is. There's nothing else. But there are people, and I'm included in that, and I hold my hands Mm -hmm. up and say it, there are people that their karmic story looked a lot like a bad episode, as you quote, of Love Island. (laughs) (laughs) And once out of the karma, relationships didn't stop being important to me. It was still something I very much desired. I definitely loved connection. I definitely loved interacting with the opposite sex. I definitely loved every part of that in mm-hmm. in all the different ways so i'm not it's not we're not saying that you come out mm. of your karma and it's like a dry sahara zone oh my gosh no it has nothing to do with becoming celibate no or and I, <laughs> and I do think as you were saying the more discerning we become the more those who match our vibration show up because it's definitely yes. true right the more we're able to say Meh, to the ones that don't fit the more space we're giving to the ones who could so a lot of people because of what was going on in 2020 and 2021 and how a lot of people just sort of became stuck indoors and had issues with connecting in real life in real time there'll be many who are going to be playing catch-up so 2022 will likely be the personal catch-up year for a lot of people as they kind of process everything that they had gone through. That is it going to be like super fun? Like all these lots of different people? It could be for the people who did the quote-unquote work during that time, right? Who came into greater consciousness or into full consciousness, who might have touched upon or were able to immerse themselves or discover their purpose and really connect to their heart's desires. So in that respect, there it could be a really great playground, especially because some people are just going to be feeling really ready. Mm-hmm. The flip side is that for anybody who had just spent a lot of that time just living in fear or unable to really understand or process what was going on until they were out of it, that's what they're going to be doing. So we are closer to recognizing all the benefits that this time had created and offered people, but people will really need time to kind of weave it together and sort of see how it fits into their lives. 
So it could be that people are moving, changing jobs and stuff, you know, relationships. So relationships will take more of a, like a back seat. Yeah. So basically next year, like this year coming in a matter of days, it's, it's time for us to live, to catch up on all the things that we miss. So whether it's fighting the fears, leaning Mm -hmm. into disabling the ego, playing in life, creating, moving, Mm -hmm all this stuff like it's time for us to get going on a lot of that yeah and for many that might mean that relationships take more back seat whilst everything's up in the air before the dust settles yeah. and for others it might be that now's the time yes exactly for something and I think one key to know whether or not where we are in that because I do I, I just got that this is sort of the like end of the year message right okay what you just said. And one thing we can know if things really aren't working out in this sort of dating relationship area, maybe just take a break. Probably the ideal thing for most at the moment, at the, at the moment, if it's not working, stop trying to force it, stop trying to fix it and just give yourself a break. Because actually what that break does is it moves us out of the lack mentality. Mm-hmm. It's not necessary. we're taking a break because we're saying it's not for us. We're just taking a break so that we're not stuck in the cycle of feeling like one person, one thing, or one experience will be the be-all and end-all. Yes. So actually sometimes taking that break just breaks that loop so that when we can start again, we don't see it from such a narrow view. Exactly. Yeah. No, it's very healthy. And then for anyone who is in a relationship and looping and trying to fix it and trying to keep it together, allow it to just be. In all likelihood, the relationships that are really teetering are not going to be worth our energy. It's not to say that they are doomed, but the more energy we keep trying to pour into something at the moment in an effort to fix it won't make it better. It will just become, I mean, I guess I say it'll just become tiring. It's all energy that we really need to keep pouring into ourselves. Because actually the more we pour energy into ourselves, Mm -hmm. the more as we talk about in oneness, like every episode, pretty much, the more we're able to pour that energy into ourselves, the more we're able to stay in oneness within ourselves, the more compassion we can have for ourselves and the more compassion we can have for someone else. And therefore, going back to our first point of this whole episode, the more compassion we have with someone else, the more of a consciousness match we will find. Precisely. And maybe it is that person. And that just, that break just gave you room. And I don't mean taking a break, like a Mm. Ross and Rachel break, but just giving that self, you're giving yourself that energetic space to take a step back and focus on yourself, then gives it breathing room that a relationship itself has its own life. And we don't have to keep feeding it to keep it afloat. It either will be or it won't be. Mm. And so if we just allow it to be, is it, if it's going to, if it matches our fate and our purpose, and our desires, it will continue. If it doesn't, there's no reason to. And the thing is, is that as you said at the beginning, we are looking for our match. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be, it's not a temporal match, as in yeah. it's our match forever. We're looking for our match now. Mm-hmm. And sometimes if there are a lot of problems in a relationship or there's a lot of friction, that just might be that for a while we're not matching anymore. Yes. And so the healthiest thing is sometimes to take in more of an energetic break and stop pushing so much into the relationship or forcing it because that might allow the two parties to evolve to a point where you either match up together again or you match up enough that you remain apart and that's cool. Yes. Thank you for listening. For more information, articles, and inspiration, find us at karmasmybitch.com and at karmasmybitch.insta. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review.